So I want you to think about this for a minute. On March the 1st, your company says, we want you to partner together and work with another salesperson and you become teammates. And at the same time, they reorganize the territories. And all of a sudden, not only are you working with someone new, two thirds of the marketplace that you're now tasked with covering don't know who you are and they've never met you. And then to top it all off, if you will, and put the cherry on top of it on March the 13th, the world shut down. And all of a sudden you're faced with unprecedented challenges with how are you going to reach your customer? How are you going to introduce them or introduce yourself to them? And how are you going to move forward? Well, these are the challenges that my two guests today faced in the beginning of March. I'm excited to share with you Meredith and Tabitha and their story about how they overcame this challenge, the work that they did together and how they're thriving. And oh, by the way, taking the world by storm through video. I hope that you enjoy today's episode. I'm Sid Meadows and I'm a certified professional coach and my focus is on high performance and growth and helping my clients move into action. I'm a personal and professional development junkie, an avid podcast listener and reader, and my passion is all things contract interiors. In this podcast, I'm going to provide you with information, education, ideas, and tools to help you in your personal life, your business, and our industry. So let's have some fun and welcome to the Trend Report Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's uh, Trend Report Podcast. I'm glad that you're here for this conversation, and I promise you uh, it's going to be a good one. I'm excited to welcome Tabitha Utley and Meredith Hespi to the podcast today. Hey, ladies, how are you? Hey, Sid. Good. Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Um, And I'm super excited to have you guys here because we're going to talk about something that you guys are doing that is really, really cool. But before we jump into that, why don't you tell the people listening in our audience who you are, where you work, and kind of what you do? So I'm Tabitha Utley. I work for Shaw Contract, and we sell commercial flooring. So we call on architects and designers, end users, flooring dealers, pretty much anyone and everyone. And I'm Meredith Hespi, I'm also account manager with Shaw Contract, and Tabitha and I are partners. And we are in San Francisco Bay Area. So we cover the East Bay, San Francisco, some of the North Bay as well. Um, And we cover commercial and we also cover institutional. So we cover basically the whole gamut of um, the contract side. Okay, that's great. So you guys work for Shaw Carpet on the contract side. So how did you come to be partners? How did you start working together? How did, tell me how you got started. Gosh, well, well, we had my partner retired in January, end of January. So that left me without a partner. And um, then we had another gentleman that had left the year prior. So we had technically two positions open and uh, my manager had asked like who I ideally would want as a partner because I had some influence into who we would hire. And I said, well, I'd like someone like Meredith. And so that prompted the conversation because she was in a, she was on my team, but in a different territory. So I wasn't technically available, but oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah, Yeah, I've been with Shaw for four years. So I had been in the East Bay previously and then was in the South Bay um, when an opening came up down there. Um, But I live in the East Bay. So it was kind of a perfect 
scenario when she said that she was interested in working someone like me and I happened to be me and live in the East Bay, it was kind of the perfect solution. So you guys were on the same team, but you actually never worked together before as close as you're working together now, right? Correct. Yeah. So tell me what it's like to be in the business and actually have a partner that you share a marketplace with. What did you guys do to like learn to work with each other and how do you balance this? I mean, honestly, it's, I think we, we just got really lucky because I can imagine my former partner, while we enjoyed each other's company, we worked very differently. So we mm -hmm. tended to be a little more independent of one another. Um, and I had, I wanted a partner that we were just like tied to the hip. Like we saw things the same way. We went after the business the same way and strategized the same way. So that was my goal in finding a partner with someone that balanced me out and maybe enjoyed doing the things that I didn't enjoy as much and vice versa. And literally everything that I love doing, she doesn't love as much. So it worked out really well that we can focus on the things that we enjoy doing and we pick up the slack in the other areas. And so it's been really nice, I think. That's yeah, great. I think like knowing each other before we became partners was super helpful as well because I already knew how she worked and I knew what she was looking for. Um, and, you know, kind of like she said, like she loves to be out there with people having those conversations. I'm more like, I like to be super responsive, a little more like targeted. I like the marketing side of things a lot. So we're really able to balance off each other. And I knew from the get that what she was for was a partner who would be 50 50. Um, and that's what I was looking for as well. And, you know, in this industry, it's not always easy, obviously, to have yourself be exactly 50 50. But I think as long as your output is 50 50, mm -hmm. then both partners are happy. Okay, so you broke up there just for a minute. Sorry, guys, we're actually recording over Zoom. So I'm going to repeat what you actually said, Meredith, that your output may not be 50-50, but as long as you're sharing the responsibilities together 50-50 and you have the same mindset of working together, then it becomes a successful partnership. Yeah, I mean, the output is 50-50, but it's more like the results, right? Got you it. can't always know that your sales are going to be exactly 50%. Sure. Uh, but as long as you know that your partner is out there hustling and working just as hard as you, then I right. think that's what really creates a great relationship. Okay, that's awesome. So how long have you been partners? Since March 1st, 2020. Oh, okay, so you just became partners at the beginning of what was about to be a very long shutdown. Yeah. And so new partners as of March the 1st. So I know we talked about this when we did a prep call a few days ago, but tell me about the process you ladies went through when you were finally became partners and tell me what you did in order to be able to work better together and tell our listeners. Yeah. Well, given the climate of when we became partners, um, we were able to really sit down and spend a lot of time together because I mean, even though technically the shutdown happened, what, March 17th, I mean, yeah things were already kind of happening. We were stopping seeing people even before that. Mm -hmm. um, so it allowed us to spend a lot of time. We live just about a mile and a half from each other. Um, and we both have home offices. So we were able to just kind of like do our work throughout the day while sitting in the same room and just kind of like hearing how each other works, how you are on the phone, um, and just kind of go back and forth as to what each other is working on and how we can help. Um, and Tabitha has always been great about that. Like, even if I'm working on something that has nothing to do with her, she's like, how can I help? How can I jump in? Is there anything I can do to, you know, help ease mm -hmm. the stress that that's putting you under? 
Um, and then we also did the Myers-Briggs test pretty early on to find out kind of what our strengths and weaknesses are. And um, there's a lot of things from each of us that you wouldn't necessarily expect, um, how we deal with like conflict or what kind of like if we like to be alone or, you know, things that are kind of contrary to what we might seem um, just on the outside on the day to day. So it's really allowed us to get to know each other in that way to know how to deal with each other when they're going through, you know, a hard day or they need help with something mm -hmm. um, to really get to know the ins and outs. So you took the steps to actually work together. You were listening to each other, but then you also took a personality assessment in the Myers-Briggs to learn more about each other and what your strengths and weaknesses are and how to better work together and how to manage conflict within each other and how to support each other better. So what was that like? I mean, what was that experience like? I mean, it was, it was pretty funny to be honest, because in some respects we are the complete opposite, but, it's so perfect because everything that I need help with, she has the mm -hmm. characteristics and vice versa. So it's, she can calm me down and I can maybe bring her out in some other ways. So it's a really nice, I, I think, a perfect balance because I know when I'm having difficulty, I just go to Meredith now. Okay. Like, she is my work wife. She is who I lean on. She's who I confide in. She's who I know is going to be able to help me get through whatever I need to get through. That's awesome. That's I love the fact that you took the initiative to do that and um, to better understand, because honestly, I think that so many people don't pay attention to that, right? They let personalities happen and they just start working together and then conflicts arrive or arise and they never take any steps to get to know each other better. And so you guys just a few months ago got put in a position just before I sat down to be partners to work together and then you took some steps to really get to know each other and I think that right there and your willingness to do it and embrace it is a signal of much greater success for both of you as your partnership so I'm excited for you that's great thank you okay so new partnership Myers-Briggs test figured out what you're gonna do and then you're like oh crud we're in a shutdown we can't go see anybody we can't do anything you know, design firms are closed, our customers aren't meeting. So what'd you do then? You looked at this challenge and then tell me what your next step was. So I love to inject humor into selling. I just feel like that makes me relatable to people and I enjoy it. I'm always cracking a little joke here and there. And so I've always wanted to do some kind of a video with humor and make people laugh, but it was a tough call because and Meredith would say like, you know, it's COVID and there's some really serious things happening. So we were kind of like, oh, when, when is it appropriate to do it? When is it not appropriate? Because we definitely didn't want to offend anyone. So we kind of waited for a while. And then when the idea of returning to work came up in conversations, the social distancing and circulation pathways, how do you create that in a space came about. So we decided to just kind of dip dip our toes in the water and do a social distancing video but we did it in costume so we weren't really totally out there we were hidden um but it was it was funny just by default of wearing the costume so that was our first foray into it and both of us were comfortable with the outcome um so that led us into how can we do this even more but how can we still be delicate to the situation and i'll let you one day we were just talking. Well, yeah, karaoke. I mean, in terms of, yeah, in that yeah. first video, um, I think we just sent it out through like 
through LinkedIn, um, because our manager and everyone has really been encouraging us, like do things differently, like do things virtually. Um, and I had put out this like video survey. We actually both put it out to all of our clients. Um, it's a really cool, it's called um, video ask and you, yeah. you can create a survey that's also a video of you asking the question and mm -hmm. then they can select the answer. So it was a way for us to get our faces out in front of everyone. Um, and it allowed us to ask questions like, how busy are you? When do you see yourself going back to work? How do you want us to communicate with you? Really so that we could get a pulse on what people wanted from us. Uh, because we were getting this big push of two virtual presentations, two virtual presentations. And I was like, do people really want to sit on a Zoom for an hour right now? I don't know that that's the route. Um, and the responses came back that people really would rather see, like 50% of people said, send us a email with hyperlinks to whatever it is you want us to take a look at, or send us a two to five minute video. Just something short and sweet that, that we can take a look at. Um, so from that, we kind of started building this plan of, okay, how can we have constant touch points with our clients um, without it being, you know, overwhelming or bombarding or too salesy while also introducing who we are. Um, Cause because, you didn't, oh, sorry, um, Meredith, I yeah. want to interrupt just, you didn't really know the clients, right? You guys had not met right. all of them. We right. literally don't know the majority of our clients and they don't know that we're here because we just got new territories March 1st. So we have a portion of our territory that was existing, but that's maybe a third of it. Two thirds of it, they don't even know we are their reps, honestly. Okay, yeah. so this is so this is great setting up this understanding the challenge that you were faced. New partnership, two thirds of the market has no idea who you are. They've never seen your face. Who knows when they're going to get to see you in person? So you guys said, okay, we got to figure this out, and you set on create set out on creating a plan. You sent out a survey, a video survey, which I love the concept of that where you're asking the questions, they answer, they communicated back, okay, we like 50-50 was send us a quick educational video or some sort, and then send us an email with links in it so that could communicate, which then led you guys to like create your own marketing plan, right? Exactly. So created your marketing plan that then led to just to be frank, taking the world by storm. Now let's <laughs> talk about the marketing plan led to a video series that is literally going viral. So let's talk about that and who came up with the idea for um, the video series. I mean, we're so one person at this point, we can't even remember who <laughs> I mean, idea we really, was. We have a product called Respite or Respite. It's R-E-S-P-I-T-E. -E. And we were just sitting here one day just talking and we just kept singing like R-E-S-P-E-C-P and then the word karaoke came up and this one oh my gosh like she has a karaoke machine if you're at her home past 10 p.m any given night you're very likely going to be doing karaoke <laughs> so the next day we're like oh yeah we'll do a little video after our zoom presentation we have I didn't really think anything of it like we had no preparation, no nothing. And she was like, oh yeah, we're gonna do that little karaoke video. And I was like, oh yeah. She leaves, comes back with her machine, everything just like ready to go. And I was like, oh my God, this is going to be our thing. She loves this so much and I love humor and this is the perfect marriage of the two things that we are happy to put out in the world. And it just dawned on me in that moment when I saw how excited she was and she came with a little case and everything was like, I'm ready. And I was like, 
holy cow, this is it. <laughs> this is what we're doing. So it was kind of like a, an aha moment that, and, and that right there is where carpet karaoke, hashtag carpet karaoke was born. Yeah. Yes. And so tell me about the videos and what the experience has been like, and then tell us about the reaction to it. Yeah. So like Tom said, the first one um, was just kind of on a whim. It was like, we had a presentation earlier that day. So like, well, we have air and makeup done for the first time in a while. So we might as well take advantage of this situation. Um, so we set it up in our backyard, the lyrics. I mean, we only did, it was maybe like 25 seconds, that first one. Mm -hmm. We just did the chorus. Um, we set it up in her backyard. Her neighbors love us. <laughs> um, and we just, we just recorded it and maybe took three four times, minutes yeah no two times we were like bam done yeah so we're like this is this is easy and then we posted and people started liking it and commenting it and it started to get a lot of traction so we're like okay i'm sure there are other collections maybe it's not as good of a fit as you know mm -hmm. respite and respect but other collections that we could somehow incorporate into a song yeah. um and so this one who is all into working out decided the next one was going to be our active collection um, awesome. and uh, 80s version of active with some <laughs> yeah. Olivia Newton-John um, let's get physical <laughs> yeah which we changed to let's get virtual um, and yeah that one got I mean within the first week what like 6,000 yeah. views yeah I believe our first one it definitely keeps getting more and more views I think we're close to like seven or eight thousand views on that one and the second one it got just as much in like three days as the first one did in a week. And we were like, oh, so we had like the next three weeks planned out at that point. Right. Um, and they're a little more intricate. And then we bring in the outfits and. Yeah, it uh, escalated quickly <laughs> with um, going from 20 seconds in our regular workwear to, um, yeah, now they're like over a minute and we have costumes um, on Amazon doing all the research for what the next week will be. So, <laughs> so this has like become the leader of your communication strategy to your community and to your followers. Where, tell me where you're posting the videos. So we have an Instagram account. Okay. Um, and at in the loop with shell contract, and then we have our LinkedIn. So we post on both of our individual LinkedIn's and our Instagram and then, okay. then in stories. And we, do them almost the same, but we cater to Instagram a little differently just because of the audience and how that operates. But sure. I would say that because we don't have a lot of followers on our Instagram account, um, LinkedIn <clears throat> is probably our largest platform. Sure. Then our third video, we're over 20,000 views and it, and it went global at that point. So it's just like crazy. Okay. So wait a minute. Your, your last video got up 20,000 views yeah. and yeah, it's, it's gone global. So what countries are watching carpet karaoke? Well, we know it's in Canada. We know it. And this is, this is in large part due to our peers at Shell Contract. Um, sure. Because I'll, I'll backtrack a little bit with Shell Contract. We're all our own individual reps in our respective territories that we're so close as a company and the culture that we all like really touch point with each other and get to know each other across the world. And we come together every few years. So it feels like a really close knit family as well. So we have our Australia reps. We have, um, I know it's in Spain through a previous coworker and then I know it's in Canada. It's just crazy. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So when you saw the views get up to 20,000, what, what, what went through your mind? We were like, we need to do a YouTube channel. And we're like, no, we don't. We're like, yes, we do. No, we don't. <laughs> and then 
Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy because I kept looking at, I was like, gosh, like talk about how many followers do you have? Like we each have, you know, 1200 connections on LinkedIn and obviously there's some overlap there even. So it's really due to people sharing and liking and commenting. Mm -hmm. um, That's really putting it out there. And the fact that there's video in it makes it so that, you know, it grabs people's attention even more. Sure. Um, And we started posting the lyrics in it so people can really follow along with, um, you know, the punny comments that we have in our our lyrics as well. That's great. That's great. So um, tell me what your customers said. Like, how did your customers respond? I mean, I feel like they really enjoy it. We've Mm -hmm. actually gotten new followers through construction companies, which Mm -hmm. is really huge for us because that's that's another avenue that we Mm -hmm. can go down. So... I feel like I've gotten a lot of response just from the construction side as well. Like they like the humor. We've had a few people that have told us not to quit our day jobs. In Jack, so. <laughs> so you That's had a couple of, wait, you had a couple of haters come out or we, were they we saying it? We have a few trolls, which we, mm. we think is hilarious. Like we yep. do not stop laughing anytime someone trolls us because we're like, oh, we're so cool that someone trolled us. I right mean, now. yeah. Cause you know, it's not your friends. It's not people really close in your network doing it. So you yeah. know, you've made it out into the world when some stranger tells you you're embarrassing. And to me, embarrassing is, you know, it's like beauty's in the eye of the beholder. If we're not embarrassed, then it's not embarrassing. It just means yeah. that they would be too embarrassed to post something like that. on well, see, I have a theory about that, right? I mean, what the two of you have done, first off, you need to be congratulated for having the courage to do this, right? And realizing that, I mean, because when you go back and think about the odds that you were facing when you became partners March the 1st, mm-hmm. you had worked together, but never really closely worked together. Two thirds of your market was completely unknown to you. And just a few days later, you got locked in your house for basically three months and your quota didn't get adjusted. You were expected to still trying to sell and your customers were working at home. And so, so many challenges and you guys just tackled them head on. You said, okay, we have to get to know them. How are we going to do them? We're going to do a survey and then we're going to start a marketing campaign and really to communicate them. You started an Instagram page. I mean, you started doing things to talk to them and then you really put yourself out there with courage in doing videos that are funny. You guys look awesome because I've watched them all. You're great. But, it varies my week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they're I think they're amazing from the perspective that, you know, people don't people underestimate how much courage it actually takes to stand there and turn that camera on and do something silly. Right. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> realizing that the haters are gonna hate, right? And so, I mean, my theory of where all that came from was my theory about that is the reason they're hating on the fact that you're doing it is because they don't have the courage to do it. They don't have what it takes to get up there and talk to their customers and to make fun of themselves, but make their customers smile um, in a time when lots of us need to experience joy and to smile and they don't have the courage or the bravery to do it. And so their only way to handle that is to lash out at you and so let the haters hate, right? Yeah. Well, hate. you know, you know, by saying that, like that's a Taylor Swift song. So <laughs> oh, I'm it? doing my best to hold in my singing right now. But you know, hate is gonna hate, 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 hate. <laughs> okay, you know a lot more music than I do because yes. I don't know that song. But okay, we got a little. Eighty percent of my mind is song lyrics. Like no joke. It's a, yeah, it's a that's thing. That's great. <laughs> So have you responded to them when they, when they do that? Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, we, we respond in the most positive light ever. Yeah, I think when the person said embarrassing, we just said, I know, right? The things we do for sales, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, sure. That's um, great. Yeah, there's only, honestly, there's only been like two, maybe three people that have yeah. said things like that. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, we just, we'll bring them onto our side eventually, because it's not like we think, oh, someone's going to see this video and they're going to go out and buy this active carpet tile collection tomorrow. You know, that's really not what it's about for us. It's yeah. about us having fun, us feeling connected to our clients, our clients having fun with it, having something to look forward to every week. Um, and it's really, it's also helped us create a content strategy throughout the week as well. It's not just, you know, the carpet karaoke on Friday. We launch um, a whole campaign starting on Monday with posts on LinkedIn and on Instagram leading up to Friday's post. So it'll be about different collections that might correspond with the one we're gonna be singing about or the different backing um, types yeah. that are in the collection that we're singing about. So it's really allowed us to kind of do this like slow drip campaign as well. Mm -hmm. um, that just has multiple touch points and something for everyone. And yeah. yeah, it gives us a lot of purpose and structure throughout the week when we could be flailing if we didn't have that going on. Okay, so I want every salesperson and every business leader and owner listening to this podcast to listen closely as I recap what they just said. They have a content strategy. They have a content strategy. Do you have a content strategy? And what they mean by that is they have a calendar. They know what they're posting. They know when they're posting it. They know where they're posting it. And they have a plan to what it's leading up to. They have a drip campaign to communicate with their customers via email and send them information that's supporting what's going on in their content strategy. And they've done it because they have a structure for knowing what they need to do. They're not just throwing stuff against the wall trying to figure out. What is so important about what these two ladies are doing is they put a plan together. They put a plan together to face extraordinary times in our industry when they could not be in front of their customers and again go back to the challenges they were facing in the beginning new team don't know two-thirds of their market but knew they had to get out there that right there in and of itself is gold because what you're saying to every salesperson in the world is I can do it it's not that hard it doesn't have to be karaoke videos it doesn't have to be you making fun of yourself but it has to be you being intentional with communicating with your customers in a time when it's really difficult and again kudos to you ladies for doing it because i can guarantee you based on the people that i talk to there are so many people that are not making any steps or taking any movement forward to reach their customers and you're reaching yours in a really big way. Thank, thank you. <laughs> and not just yours, but think about how you're spreading the brand recognition of Shaw Carpet. Yeah. Around the world. Now your target is your people in San Francisco and the North Bay area where you are, but you're spreading the message of Shaw Carpet with 20 plus thousand views of a video. Yeah, I mean, it's something that it's really easy. I mean, if I was, you know, if I saw another rep doing something like this, I would start sharing it on my LinkedIn. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because it's content that's easy for you to take and that your customers will enjoy. So I encourage, you know, all of our fellow Shaw yeah. reps to share us as much as you'd like. Okay, wait, wait. I think that was a challenge <laughs> to all Shaw, Shaw carpet reps around the world to start doing uh, videos, guys. 
Yeah. I don't know who's going to yeah, accept I mean, that it, challenge. It helps, it helps everyone because we all sell the same products. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's helpful for everyone just to have a customer remember a collection name and what it's all about. And we're really, in our lyrics, we're pointing out the the attributes of that product that make it unique and make it different. So it's it's actually really helpful if you even had a competitor call me and say, I know your product better than my own product. Like yeah, you're that's so cool. good. You do such a good job in relaying like what that product collection is all mm-hmm. about. But I think the other thing that's important about that, it's great when we get recognized by our competitors, right? And we taught them something. But I think also what's important about this is that that designer who is about to specify carpet from a building that would have seen one of your videos is what, you know, looking online for a carpet and all of a sudden she's going to go, or he's going to go, Oh, Meredith and Tabitha did this really great video about something that I remember. Let me go to Shaw's website and let me see what Shaw has. So, and you know, that right there, you're, you may or may not ever know if that was a result of what you're doing, but there's a heightened awareness in front of everybody that watches any of those videos that you put yourself out there, that you're giving great value in a fun way and you made people smile, right? You made people laugh at you and they're going to remember that and they get a glimpse of who you are. They get to know you a little bit in a time when they can't actually physically see you. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing about our role, you know, Obviously, we are salespeople, but I've for so long thought of it more as, um, you know, like obviously account management, but even marketing, because really what we're here to do for our clients is educate them on the new products, um, make sure that they know like what is out there in the marketplace, because we have, it's all about relationships. We work with the same people over and over again. It's not like we're constantly cold calling. It's about the relationships. So just branding ourselves and having them know us and as that brand because they have to buy flooring like there's a reason you know it's not like it's a product they don't need that's one thing that we definitely have in our corner when it comes to selling our product they need it they need flooring they might as well be buying it from us so if if they remember who we are then you know then we can become their go-to and hopefully you know a trusted advisor for them that's awesome and you just said another thing that i think super important and that it's great that you have awareness of it and that you're focusing on it which is your personal brand. Mm -hmm. Because I think so many people don't realize that in sales, regardless of what company that you're representing, you are your personal brand. And the things that you say and the things that you do and the activities that you put out there represent your personal brand. And I think you guys are doing a great job in representing yours. Thank you. Thank you. Fun, energetic, exciting, carpet. I mean, smiles. I mean, it's all so fantastic. Again, I cannot uh, applaud you enough for what you're doing. So tell me, what's Shaw saying about it? What's your boss saying about it? Our our boss loves it. Um, He sent us a nice email and sent it out to the entire team saying, like, you guys should watch what Tabitha and Meredith are doing. Um, and not to emulate it, but to kind of bring awareness to challenge everyone to come mm-hmm. up with something on their own as well. But yeah, nothing but kind words from our boss and even directors within Shaw Contract um, across the world, honestly, have reached out and commented and said, you guys are great. We even got invited to a karaoke in Texas through Shaw. Yeah, we're traveling now for performances. Wait, scary Oki? I would assume that has to do with Halloween sometime in October. 
Yeah. Halloween and karaoke, which is fantastic. So that's 2021 calendar. Okay. And so where in Texas is it? Well, so it's, I, I guess, Austin. yeah, it's one of the, um, like design, one of the industry events every yeah. year they do karaoke. I have to assume they're not going to be doing it this year. Sure. Um, but one of our fellow, like RVPs is like, you guys need to come out for this. Um, and you know, the overall goal is really to be asked for them at the 2022 <laughs> annual conference. Um, let, let, let's say that yeah. again. Let's say that again. The ultimate goal here is to be able to be asked to perform at the 2021 sales conference, worldwide sales conference for Shaw. Yeah, yeah. I mean that would be. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That would be the creme de la creme for sure. So, would you ladies be so kind and just like send me an autographed headshot or something? Maybe <laughs> take a snapshot of you doing karaoke, karaoke, so that I have the opportunity to say that I knew you when when you guys become so famous for karaoke. We'd be happy to. Sure. Okay, good. I'm, I'm going to be expecting that. Hopefully, it's not going to be like the checks in the mail syndrome. Oh yeah. Well, ladies, I really, really appreciate you uh, being here with me today and sharing with you know all of our listeners about the power that you have to change your circumstances, because that's what you did. You took what was, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse here, but I want to say it again, because you took what was very challenging circumstances for everybody especially salespeople, and you turned it into an amazing way to communicate with your customers, have fun, connect with them and get them to know a little bit about you so that when things do really open up, that it's a lot easier for you to go in and meet that to really meet the two thirds of those people that didn't know you. So you guys are to be commended. And, you know, I would love to challenge every salesperson and business owner on this call or on this um, listening to this podcast if you haven't done something creative like these ladies are doing, you need to challenge yourself to do it. Go find something creative to do that sets you apart. That's going to get you noticed like these two ladies um, got noticed. And I noticed them on LinkedIn because somebody liked one of their videos and I saw it and I went, Oh yeah, I got it. I have to connect with these <laughs> ladies. I got to get them on the podcast because this is great. So I, I really, really appreciate you being here with me today. Thank you. We appreciate being asked. All right. So real quickly, if people want to connect with you, obviously LinkedIn is where they should go first and you're both there by your names. No, we have a joint account. Okay, great. Um, On Instagram. On LinkedIn. Yeah, we're individual. Okay. LinkedIn, you're individual so they can find you there. Hey, if you're a repeat listener, you know the rule about LinkedIn if you connect with them and you don't know them, you have to send them a note and tell them that you listen to them on the podcast and that's why you're connecting with them. And then, um, so do that, reach out to them and connect with them on LinkedIn. You won't be sorry because these videos are hysterical. You're going to learn a lot about carpet. Even if you sell furniture or lighting or something else, you're going to learn about a lot about carpet. And what about Instagram? Instagram, we are, it's in the loop with Shaw Contract and there's an underscore in between each word. Okay. Camera. (laughs) It's in the loop with Shaw contract and an underscore between each word. So let's blow up their followers on Instagram there and go follow them on Instagram and then be on the lookout for the YouTube page coming in uh, because they're, they're going to keep taking the world by storm. Congratulations ladies on doing what you're doing. Um, I'm super excited for you and I'm super excited to see what's coming next with hashtag carpet karaoke. Take care.
Thank, Thank you. you Thanks so much for joining me today inside the Trend Report Podcast. I hope that you got some amazing value out of today's conversation and some tips and tricks that you can implement in your life and your career. And hey, if you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to drop a comment down below and let me know what you think. And if you've got some ideas of topics that we should talk about or guests that we should interview, please feel free to shoot me an email at info at embark-cct.com. And for more information about me and what we do as an organization, the products and services that we provide, please feel free to visit our website at sidmeadows.com. Take care and we'll see you soon.